Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's going on, everybody? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. What a roller coaster of emotions that we have gone through tonight. Start off the night, Paul George getting announced that he is a starter in this year's All-Star game, which is crazy. It's the third time he started in the All-Star game, a sixth All-Star appearance, but his first in an Oklahoma City Thunder uniform, so that is huge. He's definitely deserving of that this year. But then to go in a game where we led the Pelicans by 22 points, only for them to cut it all the way down to five points in the fourth quarter. But we were able to come out of this game on top, 122 to 116. If you do not know my voice already, I am Dylan Huntzinger, a.k.a. at Thunder Chats, bringing you the recap of the New Orleans Pelicans game. And you know what? The best way that we can recap this game is uh, going ahead and hook up the TiVo. You'll need to explain to me why you need TiVo. And if you're new to this, uh, my notes are like my tweets, all right? So just uh, just keep it fun, entertaining, a little bit different from how everybody else does it. Um, but my first note was Alex Brenes is, you know, still there with the team, still getting shots up, still warming up, but he's still listed as inactive. But, you know, he's on his way back, so that's, that's, that's good. That's a good sign, all right? So... <laughs> Funny enough, my first note of this game is my boy Darius Miller is starting for the Pelicans. And I say my boy because, if, if you know, Darius Miller played for the University of Kentucky in college, actually helped them to win a national championship in 2012. That is my favorite college basketball team. You've probably heard me say numerous things about hashtag BBN if you've listened before. But that's why I said he's my boy. Um, turns out he had a pretty nice game. We'll get into that. Uh, and then I have Okafor starting against Adams, and I just put a little cringe emoji because I was like, this this can't be good for Joel Okafor, as the narrator would say. And he was right. All right, so uh, the Pelicans are coming off a close game against the Pistons where Blake scored 37, and the Thunder were coming off a game where they beat the Trailblazers for the second time in a row this year. All right, so this this was my first note of game action. Steven Adams won the tip, or won the tip. Uh, Russ got the ball, and usually he does this little weird twist between the legs, jumping in the air thing, uh, before he brings the ball up court. Well, tonight, he grabbed the ball, he jumped in the air, and he threw the ball between his legs, 
but he gave it straight to Paul George right off the tip off. I don't know why I found this interesting because I, I mean I've been watching Rush for like the past you know however long he's been playing basketball and I've never I've never seen him do that so found that interesting. Um, Adams uh, got fouled on that possession and he made his first two free throws and I said is this a sign of things to come? Well I'm just not gonna spoil it. Alright, so I said Drew is on rest instead of Paul early on. That's interesting because Drew is obviously Drew Holiday is obviously their best defender. Paul George is obviously MVP candidate, all-star starter. It was just interesting to go with Russ early on. And he did switch back and forth throughout the game, but it was interesting to go there to start. So the Pels have four straight buckets at the rim, and it prompts Billy D to call timeout with 9.33 left to play in the first quarter. And that was a theme that would not get better all night. Uh, I think the Pelicans actually outscored us by like three, maybe six points in the paint. Um, but they were just getting anything they wanted in the paint. So the Thunder, and I said the, I actually tweeted this too. Uh, the Thunder very clearly was wanting the bigs to take advantage of no Anthony Davis or Julius Randle inside. Uh, there was four shots attempted at the time of this timeout. Three of them were from Jeremy Grant. One was from Steven Adams. I said expect Paul George to get the ball out of the timeout though. And then like clockwork, Paul George gets the pass from Russ and drains a three. Fred comes in, gets a floater in the lane. Here we go. Starting to open it up. Russ gets a layup. That's what I'm talking about. PG hits a three again. Let's go. And then Russ outlet Terrence Ferguson for a huge cockback, one-handed slam, which prompts the Pelicans to call timeout 7.52 left in the game. So the Thunder came out of the Pelicans' timeout, or out of our timeout, I'm sorry, responding with a 12-2 run out of the timeout in 1 minute 30 seconds of play. So that was a lot better. Like I said, you know, we was looking at the bigs early on, but to get our wings and our guards going out of that timeout was huge. Um, out of the timeout, the Pels come out with a jumper, and then Adams jams all over Darius Miller off of a rest lob. I said, stop me if you heard this before. PG with another three. And then just a little lighthearted moment. Stop me if you heard this before. PG hit heat checks a three, and it misses. If you've watched the Thunder this season, uh, you know Paul George gets on these streaks where he's hitting two, three threes in a row. Usually after he hits the third three in a row, you can almost guarantee <laughs> as soon as he gets that ball at the three-point line, he's just chucking it up. Doesn't matter if it's in rhythm or not, he's just chucking it up. He's heat checking. And we've seen him make it, uh, but we've also seen him miss it, just like we did tonight. Uh, Solomon Hill actually did a pump fake at the rim, and Ferg jumped straight over him. He, he put his hands on his shoulders. He kind of leapfrogged him, but okay, Terrence Ferguson, we get it. You can jump, man. <laughs> I mean, he, he straight up cleared him. They, they called Ferguson for the foul, but uh, it was really funny to watch. Um, then Ferguson gets a steal, saves the ball inbounds, and kicks it to Russ, who does a nifty little reverse layup. Then, the very next play, Adams or Russ got a steal. He flipped it into Adams, and Adams has the ball. Uh, 201 fast break. He's by himself, and he tries to do the Euro. And, you know, it's not uncharacteristic to see Steven Adams do the Euro step. We've seen him do it before. Um, but his feet kind of tangle up on each other, and he gets called for the walk. Everybody on the bench was laughing at him. He was laughing at himself. Billy Subner wants no in for Steven Adams. It was just a fun, lighthearted moment. And then I said, it makes me unexplainably upset that Dennis Schroeder wears KDs all the time. I don't think I need to explain myself there. <laughs> We've seen him wear PGs here, you know, every now and then. But for most of the season, I've seen him wearing KDs, and it really bothers me. 
Alright, ran over. Uh, Ferg has missed two threes. I'm not used to this. That would be a reoccurring theme for the night. Spoiler alert. Ferg, Ferg gets the ball at the three-point line. He thinks about it. He recognizes that he's not making it. Moves it to Jeremy Grant in the corner for a three, and he does make it. And I just said, Terrence Ferguson doesn't make that play at the beginning of the season. Definitely not last season. And we saw in the Summer League, you know, they tried to put Terrence Ferguson in more playmaking, creating opportunities. And just for lack of a better term, he sucked at it. Um, he's gotten a lot better with his confidence. I guess his basketball IQ, making quick decisions with the basketball. And that was evident in this play. So props to you, Terrence Ferguson. All right, despite the Thunder shooting pretty good and seemingly maintaining the momentum throughout the quarter, the Pels are right with us the entire quarter. And it stayed that way till the end of the quarter, in which the Pelicans were tied with us 28-28. Paul George had nine points on three of four shooting from deep with one rebound. Russ had four points, two of three shooting, three rebounds, and six assists. No turnovers, one steal. So, <clears throat> our guys are kind of spreading the wealth a little bit. So, getting into the second quarter... The very first possession for the Thunder, Nader gets the ball at the corner, as he usually does. Pump fakes, as he usually does. Drives, as he usually does. Um, Diallo, not Hami, Chick Diallo, challenges Nader at the rim, and Nader dunks all over him. Like, I, I don't know if it's going to be, like, on the top ten. Definitely not ESPN top ten, just because ESPN has all the sports. But NBA.com top ten. It, it's probably going to be on there because it, it was pretty nasty. And Chick Diallo, he's like 6'11", so, uh, and, and he had a pretty impressive block you know, later on in the game. But, of course, it's Abdel Nader, so, of course, he's going to hit him with the flex, and he does all the way down court. Uh, Patterson with some quick hands, knocking the pass out of Diallo's hand and off his leg. Uh, that was actually on a fast break. Uh, Diallo was cutting, and as soon as he grabbed the ball, Patterson tipped it out. It was really nice. Nerwins with a nice blow by and laid it in on the team that drafted him. For those of you don't know, for those of you that don't know, the New Orleans Pelicans actually drafted Nerlens Noel. They ended up trading him for Drew Holiday. They traded him and somebody else for Drew Holiday. So that's how Drew Holiday ended up in New Orleans. That's how Nerlens Noel ended up in Philadelphia. There you go. Uh, Russ misses a blow by, screams O S H I T, and then Adams cleans it up. Russ gets a charge, which leads to his first turnover. And now I just made a note. Charges are a foul and a turnover. Like, that sucks. If you charge, like, you, you screw yourself twice. And, uh, and and Russ did it right there. He got a foul and he got the turnover. And, you know, there goes no turnovers for the game. <laughs> All right. I said Adams is killing them on the board. Let's continue to do this. Jaleel Okafor, Chick Dalla, it didn't matter. Adams was getting every rebound he wanted. He finished with 13 in the game, so... Uh, yeah, he, he was just imposing his will down there. Um, Rush crushes the dunk in transition from Dennis, prompting a timeout. Thunder up 40, 39, 655 left. Russ gets to the rim um, out of the post against Alfred Payton, uh, and he probably would have rocked the baby, but the Pelicans inbounded the ball really quickly and started getting up the floor, so Russ didn't have time to rock the baby, and I was pretty sad about it. Uh, Alfred Payton throws the elbow at Paul George as he goes up for a shot. And Paul George is called for the blocking foul. And get this, the refs did not even review the play. Um, probably would have been a bigger deal made out of this if we lost. But still, I mean, Peyton got away with one. Because his elbow, I don't think he tried to hit Paul George in the face. But his elbow very clearly hit Paul George in the face. And it could have been looked at. And we probably could have got a um, technical foul called on him. 
but you know, alas, right? All right, so Russ gets back-to-back foul in transition, makes all three of, or he makes three of four free throws, and then says to the Pelicans after the second foul, y'all can't stop me. Actually, I have an edit here because I told Steven to find this. You know, Steven Dolan, part of the unit. I told him to find this so he could tweet this out at the Topic Thunder Twitter page. But he said that, uh, he said he slapped me. So I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. I apologize. <laughs> um, Steve gets the board, kicks it to PG, who kicks it to thir- Ferg for a three. I swear, anytime I'm about to say Ferg and three, I say Ferg for a free. <sighs> Sorry. All right, a turnover on the other end leads to a Jeremy Grant three, and then Jeremy Grant gets a reverse layup to push the lead to 55-45, 3.43 to play. Pels call the timeout. Russ finds Steve for a run-out dunk, and the big man is chewing them up tonight. He has 12 points already in the second quarter. Adams gets an offensive rebound, gives it to Russ, gives it right back to Adams, who posts up Okafor and actually pushes Okafor out of the way with the ball. So he's backing him down. He turns, kind of pushes Okafor with the basketball, and then scores a nice hook shot over him. It was a really interesting shot, really interesting play, and it's the most Steve Adams thing ever. Then Russ does a wraparound pass to Steven Adams for a one-handed spike. Russ feeds to a cutting Ferg for an easy layup. Russ gets an easy layup in transition. The Pelicans answer with a layup, but the Thunder are still up 14. My boy, quote-unquote, Darius Miller is leading the Pelicans right now with 10 points along with Okafor. And um, th- that's the end of the quarter. Adams leads the team, 18 points, 7 boards. Russ is right behind him, 13 points on 5-9 and nine shooting, 8 boards, 11 assists to 1 turnover. 11 assists to 1 turnover. Two rebounds away from a triple-double alongside two steals. Jeremy Grant next in line, 10 points on 4-9 shooting, 2-4 from deep. Uh, Paul George, who I need to pick it up because, you know, I've been calling Paul George MVP since summertime. He only had nine points at halftime. Uh, and then Terrence Ferguson also had nine points on 4-9 shooting, 1-5 from deep. So actually kind of struggling shooting the ball, which hasn't been the case with Terrence Ferguson as of late. Um, as a team, the Thunder are shooting 51.9% at halftime, and Pelicans were shooting 45%. So in the third quarter, Russ gets a huge rebound, and when I say huge, I mean he goes up with one hand, smacks smacks the ball as he brings it down. That's what a huge Russell Westbrook rebound is. And then Terrence Ferguson what's, uh, makes what I think he thought was a three, but it was definitely a step inside. Then Russ makes a three from a PG three. Then Russ snags another rebound, already has a triple-double, and the you know the play runs out to itself and then Ferg makes a three in the quarter which was probably a foul if he was a star player if that was Paul George if that was a James Harden if that was you know Damian Lillard you know somebody like that that was probably a foul but alas Ferg didn't get called for a foul and the Pelicans called a timeout because at that point the Thunder were up by 20 73 to 53. JG takes a rust pass makes an off the dribble pull up two and I said is that mellow out there? And I kind of made this comment the last time I did a recap. I think it was against the Knicks. Uh, Jeremy Grant made a face-up. or He was in the post, and then he turned around and made a face-up uh, mid-range jumper, which we just haven't seen that out of Jeremy Grant. So this off-dribble two-point shot was also a little weird. That's why I said that Carmelo out there. Jeremy Grant's evolving before our very eyes. Like He continues to add different things to his game almost every game. So uh, definitely want to keep an eye on him and his development. Uh, Paul George finally gets into the lane, giving him 11. And get this, he was the last, the last person of the starters to get double-digit scoring. This guy's leading the team in scoring on the season. And 
Steven Adams, Russell Westbrook, Jeremy Grant, and Terrence Ferguson all had double-digit scoring before him. That's bounce scoring, people. So my stream froze. Oh, no. Uh, I came back, and I saw that the Pelicans had ran off an 11-4 run, which prompted Billy to call a timeout with 7.52 left. Thunder still up 13, 77-64. Paul George has been visibly off, but he is still shooting 4 of 8, 3 of 6 from deep, 50%. I just thought that was funny because you can tell Paul George, he just wasn't feeling it tonight like he usually is, but he was still shooting 50% at that point. Uh, Drew blocked a Ferg three, and then Paul George made a nice three. So, so much for my last comment. Adams is working everybody. He has 20 and 11 right now in the third quarter. Paul George was just dancing on Solomon Hill, just dancing with the basketball. He was in his bag, and he gets fouled in a double team, splits free throws, and as I said, he's been off tonight. So he made one of two there, so pay attention. He made one of two there, and we'll get to the other ones here in a little bit. Uh, Russ gets Okafor on a pump fake and a score, but there was no instant replay. Again, I think because the Pelicans were really just pushing um, pushing the ball out of the inbounds, so Russ didn't have time to rock the baby or do any instant replays. And, um, you know, that's that's good for Russ, I guess, so he can get back on defense, but sucks for us fans because, man, there's no Russ like replay Russ. Uh, Pels won't go away, now down by 13 again. Russ diving on the floor for the ball leads to a Jeremy Grant run-out slam. Russ finds Dennis for a three. And I said, low key, Russ could have a 20 20 20 game. One, two, three. Yeah, okay. Make sure I didn't say four 20s. Uh, he had 18 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists at this point, and he still only had one turnover. Then Dennis made another three. Paul George made another three, and the Thunder are back up 20. Jeremy Grant tried to end Chick Yellow's life on a dunk off of a behind the back pass from Dennis Schroeder. If you was watching the game, you saw it, you know what I'm talking about, but he missed it. Um, it was similar to the dunk, um, gosh, I forgot who it was, but Jeremy Grant literally tried to dunk on the whole team uh, a few games ago. It was similar to that, but it was only on Chick Diallo. And then I said, I said okay, now pay, pay attention to this, because I said, I selfishly want the Pelicans to close this lead so Russ can go for the 20-20-20. They're down 16 right now. All right, so pay attention to that. Dennis gets fouled, no one calls it, throws up a shot as the clock runs out. In the third quarter, Thunder up by 16, 98 to 82. Russ has 18, 7 to 13, shooting 1 to 2 from deep. 13 boards, 14 assists, still to one turnover, and two steals. Paul George of 20 points, 7 to 13, 5 and 9 from deep, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, and a steal. Steven Adams, 20 points, 9 of 11, shooting 11 rebounds. Jeremy Grant and Ferg both have 14 points, and Dennis Schroeder has 6 points and 5 assists off the bench, those 6 points being those two threes in the third quarter. So, fourth quarter opens up with a bucket by Nerlens, and then immediately in the next play, Nerlens gets the ball at the top of the key, like he's a point guard. I don't really understand this play at all, but it, uh, Patterson's cutting to the rim, and Nerlens tries to one-hand rifle the pass to Patrick Patterson, kind of like Steven Adams did to Andre Robertson in the playoffs a few years ago. Um... It worked out about as good as you thought it would. Uh, Nerlens threw it a little bit too hard, and it it sailed off of Patterson's shoulder. So it would have been nice. It would have been nice. <laughs> um, Dennis gets a nice little lay-in through contact, and then I made a note that he, you know after Nerlens scored, after Dennis had that lay-in, the Thunder had squandered a 22-point lead all the way to 12 points, and it prompted Billy to call a timeout with 10-14. I said the 20-20-20 is still alive. Uh, Paul George comes in, the Pelicans close it to 10. Dennis makes another layup, which makes it 12 once again. And I said, Russ is coming back to the scorer's table. 
Paul George is blocked by Alfred Payton, and then he turns it over on a pass to Nerlens Noel. Again, Paul George, visibly off tonight. Adams came in for PG, Russ came in for Nerlens, or Russ came in for PG, Adams came in for Nerlens. I don't think it really matters. Um, at that point, Thunder up 11. Uh, Chick Diallo makes a lay-in to make it a nine-point game. Then Russ turns it over, and I said, I take back my wish that they close this lead. Because, man, I mean, they cut it all the way to five. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I take it back. I'm sorry, Thunder Nation. I guess you can blame it on me that they came all the way back from that. Um, then Drew Holiday makes a layup to cut it seven. We were up 22, just to emphasize. Adams misses inside. Russ gets the board on the other end and gets an assist to Patterson for the layup. 15 rebounds, 14 assists. Russ finds Patterson for a three to give him 15 assists. 15-15-15 is complete. Miller makes another three to give us just a nine-point lead. Nader drives in, gets fouled, splits the free throw, and the miss leads to a Diallo layup. So he was up 10. Diallo layup makes us up eight. Nader is coming out for Ferg, and now the starters are back in. Paul George makes a jumper to put us up 10. Russ could have gotten a rebound, but he lets Paul George get it. I'm just saying. Carmelo, he does not steal rebounds. He could have got that rebound from Paul George and had another rebound for his stats, but he doesn't steal rebounds. All right. Patterson rebounds a Russ miss and puts it back up for his ninth point. Patterson is huge tonight, all right? He had nine points. He only had nine points off the bench, but he was four or five. Uh, he made a three, and I, I think he ended up with like three or four rebounds. And a couple of them were offensive. So, Patterson was really good tonight. Uh, Drew strips Russ for his third turnover. George with some solid D on Diallo on the other end, and he gets the ball back. Russ misses a tough shot at the rim. And then Drew, blow, Drew Holiday blows by Paul George and closes it to 10 points. Miller makes a three and makes it seven-point lead for the Thunder. Yikes. Russ gets his 20-point on a nice little hezzy dribble. And then Drew comes back on the other end and hits a... Nice little up-and-under scoop reverse on Steven Adams, and I said, oh, man, I'm getting Donovan Mitchell flashbacks. That's what Drew Holiday was doing to this team. Drew Holiday doesn't have the shiftiness of a Donovan Mitchell, but he was he was doing some Donovan Mitchell-type plays. Paul George misses up the rim. Oh, boy. Chick yellow to the rim, and he's fouled by Jeremy Grant. He splits the free throws, and he has 16 off the bench at this point to close the lead to six. Russ misses a jumper. Paul George gets the offensive board and gets fouled, and he misses both of them. Again, Paul George was off tonight, all right? He was one of four shooting from the free throw line. Paul George, one of four shooting from the free throw line. Come on now. Adams gets the ball. He gets tied up for the jump ball, 229, and I am sad. So, Adams winds up for the jump ball with Chick Diallo. Uh, he loses the jump ball. Frank Jackson gets the ball out in transition. Russ is tracking him. Frank tries to absorb some contact, tries to lay it in. Russ may have got a piece of the ball. I don't actually know if they credit him with the block or not. But um, he, he definitely affected the shot. Paul George gets the board, gives it to Russ. He finishes in traffic. Drew Holiday with a three. The Thunder are up five. And then Paul George makes a three to go up eight. And then Drew makes another three to close it to five. Diallo swallows a Terrence Ferguson layup at the rim. Like, Terrence Ferguson did his patented little pump fake and drive to the rim, but instead of going strong, he tried to float it up. And like I said, Chick Diallo is not small. He is 6'11". He was a shot blocker when he played in college for Kansas, and he swallowed Terrence Ferguson's shot at the rim. Drew Holiday finds Frank Jackson for a three. 
buddy airballed. <laughs> Rush drives hard at the rim and he gets fouled by Solomon Hill. PG laid out Drew Holiday uh, with his screen that freed up Russ, and it looked like Steven Adams when he sets a screen on somebody like Patrick Beverly. Uh, Russ splits both free throws, or he splits the free throws, and it gives him 23, and the Pelicans call timeout. Thunder up six of 45 seconds left. So the Pelicans come out with the timeout, and the Thunder defense was so locked down at this point that the Pelicans settle for a step back Chick Diallo three pointer. He's not good at shooting three-pointers. He misses, of course, and then Russ has his fourth turnover of the night, and New Orleans calls another timeout. 18 seconds left. JG locks up Ian Clark. He misses the three. Russ gets his 17th board, and then he gets fouled. Misses both free throws, but we're up six with 13 seconds left. Darius Miller gets a look, misses it, Fur gets the rebound. That's all she wrote. That's ball game. Thunder win 122-116. Field goal percentage, we took advantage 49.5 over 48.5 to the Pelicans. Three-point shooting, we actually shot much better than the Pelicans, 43.8% compared to 27.8. But it was the stripe that almost did us in. We shot 53.3% compared to the Pelicans. Also abysmal, 63.7%. We did out-rebound them 58-42 to um, for a rebounding margin of 16. 13 of those go to the Kiwi, just saying. Um, but the Pelicans actually moved the ball better, uh, out-assisting us by one 34-33 assists. Russ finished with 23 points on 9-19 shooting, 1-3 from deep, 17 rebounds, 16 assists to 4 turnovers. That is a... 3 to 1 turnover ratio for those keeping track at home. I just lied. 4 to 1 turnover ratio for those of you keeping track at home. Alongside two steals, Paul George had 23 points, 8 of 18 shooting, 6 of 10 from deep, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. Adams had 20 points and 9 to 12 shooting, 13 rebounds. Terrence Ferguson and Jeremy Grant both had 14 points, and they combined for a 12 of 29 shooting on four of 12 three-point shooting. So uncharacteristically bad night from those two, but we're not going to dwell on it. Hopefully they get back, bounce back for the next game. Patrick Patterson, as I said, had nine points with four or five shooting, one of two from deep, three rebounds, and Dennis Schroeder also chipped in 10 points, four of eight shooting, two of three from deep, and five assists. And the Thunder walk away victoriously from this one. As I said, you know, they had to stave off an upset-minded New Orleans Pelicans, a short-handed New Orleans Pelicans, a team that didn't have an Anthony Davis, a Julius Randle, a Nikola Miritich, or an Etwan Moore. Um, it was definitely concerning, but we was able to take care of business. We was able to make the plays we needed to finish the game and win. And in the end, that's all that matters. So, with that being said, it is time for the Academy Award. For the player of the game. And it goes to... Alright, so as usual, you could go a lot of different ways with this one. Um, You could go Paul George, even though he had an off night. He almost had a triple-double himself. Uh, He had 23 points. He shot 60% from deep. You could go Steven Adams. He had 20 points. Only missed three shots, and he had 13 boards. But... Me, myself, and I, I'm going with Russell Westbrook. I thought he had full control of this game. Um, you know, he shot 9-19, so, uh, you know, that's around like 42 45%. 1-3 from deep. 
I'm okay with that because he only shot three threes. He could have kept chucking. He could have had five, six, seven threes, seven ill-advised threes, but he shot three. And I've always said that two to three is about the sweet spot for Russell Westbrook. So if he makes one of those, I'm happy with it. 17 rebounds, just dominating the glass. 16 assists. He was really spreading that ball out early. And four turnovers. He had one turnover going into the fourth quarter. So he turned over three in the fourth. And I think that's more of a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, that's more of a testament to how the Thunder were playing as opposed to how Russell Westbrook was playing because obviously – they just couldn't stop the bleeding from the Pelicans. The Pelicans just kept eking and eking and eking at that lead, and the Thunder couldn't really get anything going. And that was kind of, you know, where it was with Russell Westbrook. That's why he had three turnovers in the fourth quarter. So I'm, I'm going to attribute to that. And he had two steals. He was disruptive on that end of the floor. Um, and, you know, again, I don't know if they actually gave him credit for that block uh, in the fourth quarter on Frank Jackson, but he definitely changed that shot. He came back, he affected that shot, and he made plays down the stretch. He got into the uh, into the paint when nobody else could. He scored buckets when nobody else could. Um, I would have liked for him to hit his free throws, but, hey, he was dominant tonight. I mean, he had 15-15-15 game. That is his sixth career 15-15-15 game. Um, he was three rebounds and four assists away from a 20-20-20 game. I don't think we've seen one of those since Wilt Chamberlain did it back in the day. So, guys, stop hating on Russell Westbrook. His athleticism is not declining. He's still as athletic and explosive as other. His IQ is growing constantly. He's in a shooting funk. I understand that. I recognize that. But he's a better shooter than what he's been. He is still a phenomenal player. He's still a top five player in this league, and he proved it tonight. So, Russell Westbrook. Without any further delay or bantering, you are tonight's player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? That'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Whatever. So, guys, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this one. I do want to give a little bit of a forecast. Um, this Saturday, we are recording our weekly. Um, you definitely want to tune into that. I don't know if that will go up on Sunday or Monday, but a lot of exciting things are going to be announcing that, and we're going to look back at the Thunder's last four games in which we've won. Um, and I just want to toot my horn a little bit. I tweeted our, la our, our next six games before this four-game winning streak um, after our loss. And I said that we'll win five of them. Well, so far we've won four of them. So I'm feeling pretty darn good about myself. Uh, hopefully we can take care of business on Sunday. We've got a couple of days rest until Sunday in which we face the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, we got an MVP front runner in Giannis Antetokounmpo. We've got the East leading Milwaukee Bucks. It's going to be a huge game. It's got a weird tip off on Sunday afternoon. I think it's 6 p.m. Eastern. So, you know, that's going to be a great time. It's going to be a, it's honestly going to be a great measuring game to see where the Thunder stand among the league's elite because obviously we was playing really good basketball. We was taking down anybody we played. Uh, we took down the Warriors. We've beaten the Sixers, but we've gone through some stuff. We've gone through some shooting slumps. We've gone through some defensive lapses. It's going to be interesting to see how we 
play against Milwaukee Bucks. You know, we've won four games straight. We're, we don't have that hunger, desire, that desperation that we had going into the this four-game stretch. Um, it's you know, like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see how we respond. I, I'm looking forward to it, and I again, I'm predicting a big old Thunder W, man. I'd expect nothing less, and I'm excited for that game. So, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want you guys to go ahead and give us a follow at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, we are nearing 500 followers, and we actually have something special coming up if we hit 500. So, if you're not following us yet, what the heck are you doing for one? But go ahead and hit that follow button so we can do that special thing that I just mentioned. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Thunder Chats. Uh, you know, I tweet stuff that you basically just heard me say, uh, along with some other cool stuff. And I tweet a lot of polls, you know, very interactive, good times. And go ahead and find our stuff at thundersintentions.com where you can find our uh, post-game recap podcast. Also, we do a post-game recap article, and we all work very hard on that. So we greatly appreciate that if you would read it. Uh, go to nowthatsthunderbasketball.com to hear any of our recent podcasts, including our weeklies and our guest pods. Um, and anywhere you guys listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher. Go ahead and subscribe to us. Find us. Leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. We would greatly appreciate that. We will send you a postcard if you really want us to. Just say it in the review. And, you know, as always, I want you guys to have a great night. God bless. Don't ever forget. Thunder up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.